It's time for a Swedish Fika with some Swedish fun facts with your host, Pixel Pia. According to the RSF, Reporters Without Borders and their World Press Freedom Index for 2022, Sweden ranked number three just behind Norway and Denmark. The list is based on the degree of freedom that journalists and news organizations have in each country and the efforts that authorities make to safeguard this freedom. Today, I want to explore what freedom of speech and censorship mean in Sweden. Hey San hey, I am Pixel Pia, a Swede living in the US, and you are welcome to a Swedish Fika, the podcast where I take a look at Sweden and Swedes. Openness and transparency are vital parts of Swedish democracy. There are four fundamental laws that are controlling this. The instrument of government, targets and rules for how the state should be organized and governed. The Freedom of the Press Act protects freedom of speech in print. The fundamental law of freedom of expression the right to express yourself and state your opinion. And the Act of Successions specifies how the royal crown is inherited when the current king or queen dies. These four laws make up the Swedish constitution and take precedence over all other laws. So let's take a closer look at what they are. Let's start with the instrument of government. It starts with the foundation of a democratic society and establishes that all public power in Sweden proceeds from the people. The opening chapter also states that the Riksdag, the Swedish parliament, enacts the laws. The king or queen should be head of state. The government governs the realm and the courts shall observe objectivity and impartiality. The instrument of government describes how the country is to be governed, our democratic rights, and how public power is to be divided. The first instrument of government was issued in 1634. In 1809, it was enacted, and one of the things that changed was the division of powers between the king and the riksdag, the parliament. A couple of enactments have been done since. A parliamentary system that the government governs the country with the support of parliament started to apply after the end of the First World War, but it was not written into the constitution until 1969. The power of the king has diminished successively over the years. When the current instrument of government came into force in 1974, the king was stripped of all political power and left with symbolic duties. Next, we have the Freedom of the Press Act. In 1776, 
Sweden became the first country in the world to write freedom of the press into its constitution. It states that those in authority must be held accountable and all information must be freely available. The law protects the identity of sources who provide publishers, editors and news agencies with information, and journalists can never be forced to reveal their sources. It also means that anyone is free to publish books, journals and newspaper as they wish. At the same time, Freedom of the Press Act gives us the right to express ourselves freely. It also protects us against defamation and insulting language and behavior. If, for example, someone writes something that may be considered to be agitation against a a population group, such as racist comments or publishes images with elements of sexual violence, this may be regarded as a violation of the Freedom of the Press Act. The same applies if the state or society is threatened through the publication of information that may be regarded as high treason or espionage. When abused, freedom of the speech can be offensive, incite discrimination or violence, or have negative consequences for an individual or society. It is the non-political office of the Chancellor of Justice that deals with suspected crimes against the freedom of press or expression laws. The Freedom of the Press Act also contains the principle of public access to official documents. According to this principle, everyone is entitled to access to official documents. The principle of public access to official documents is a guarantee that makes the work of the Riksdag, government and public agencies transparent. Everyone is entitled to contact a public authority and request a copy of an official document. Anyone requesting access to an official document does not need to provide their name or any details of how the document will be used. The principle of public access grants the general public and the mass media access to official records. This means they have the opportunity to scrutinize the activities of government on all levels, national, regional and local. Transparency reduces the risk of power being abused. And then we have the fundamental law of freedom of expression. In Sweden, you have the right to have an opinion on anything and say almost anything you want. You have the right to express yourself freely on the radio, TV and the internet. The fundamental law of freedom of expression sets out these rights. It also describes what is not permitted. For example, defaming or publicly insulting another person. The law has been extended alongside the development of new media. Examples of possible offenses against the fundamental law of freedom of expression include films with elements of sexual violence or threats to the security of the country or society. 
through the publication of something involving treason or espionage. Civil servants and others who work for the government are also free to inform the media or outsiders. However, certain information can be classified, for example, if it involves matters of national security or sensitive information about health and medical care. The fundamental law of freedom of expression applies to radio, TV, films, sound and picture recordings, video and CD recordings, as well as websites and blogs with a journalistic focus. Public agencies are not permitted to examine what is broadcast on the radio, TV or via another form of technical recording in advance. The exception is films shown at the cinema, which is the only form of media for which prior examination by the state is permitted. The Swedish Media Council still classifies films for public screening, giving them different age ratings. The fourth part of the Constitution is the Act of Succession. This really has little or no effect on the freedom of speech. But since it's part of the Constitution, let's see what it says. Sweden is a monarchy and King Carl XVI Gustav is Sweden's head of state. It is set out in the instrument of government that we shall have a king or a queen as head of state. It is, however, the act of succession that contains the rules on who shall succeed the throne. Until the 1970s, Sweden had a male succession, but in 1979, the Riksdag decided that female heirs would have equal rights to the throne and can also become head of state. Not that this in any way affected the freedom of speech, but it is part, as I said, of the constitution. So now we have an idea of what the Swedish constitution has to say about freedom of speech and censorship. But what does that mean for regular people? Well, a survey was conducted by Pew Research Center in 2019 about how democracy works in different countries. And we are going to take a look at the following statement that people had to agree or disagree with when it came to their country. And the statements are, the rights of people to express their views in public are protected. Most people have a good chance to improve their standard of living. The court system treats everyone fairly. Elected officials care what ordinary people think. And then we have three more negative statements. No matter who wins an election, things do not change very much. Most politicians are corrupt. And the last one is, most people live in areas where it is dangerous to walk around at night. We will compare the answers between the people in Sweden and the people in the US, and then compare to the average number when you look all over the world. The numbers are 
percentage of people that are agreeing that the statements describe their country very well. So let's start with the rights of people to express their views in public are protected. In Sweden, 80% agreed. In the US, 73% agreed. And worldwide, the number is 62%. The second statement, most people have a good chance to improve their standard of living. In Sweden, the answer was 80% agree, 74% of the Americans agree, and worldwide, the number is 57%. Then we have the question about the courts. The statement was, the court system treats everyone fairly. In Sweden, we had an agreement of 64%. In the US, only 47% agreed with this statement. And if we look at the world, we end up with only 44%. And then we had the statement about our politicians. Elected officials care what ordinary people think. The agreement of this was in Sweden 55%, while in USA it was 41% and worldwide 35%. Then we had the three negative statements. The first one was, no matter who wins an election, things do not change very much. In Sweden, 65% agreed. In the US, 54% agreed. And worldwide, 60% agreed. Then we have the statement, most politicians are corrupt. In Sweden, only 20% of the people agreed with this statement. In USA, the same statement got 69% to agree. And worldwide, we ended up at 54%. And the last statement was a little bit about security. Most people live in areas where it is dangerous to walk around at night. In Sweden, 24% agreed. In the US, 43% agreed. And in the world, 35% agreed. If we take a general look at this, we can see that Swedes have much more confidence in their politicians and their court system, and that both Swedes and Americans feel that the freedom of speech is well protected. And when we talk about freedom of speech and censorship, let me give you a little warning, especially if you are traveling to Sweden with small kids about the Swedish television. There are both good and not so good things to say. The good part is that Sweden doesn't dub any TV shows. If they are in English, they are broadcasted in English, the Swedes use closed caption. This makes it easy for non-Swedish people to watch TV while visiting Sweden. And this is also part of why so many Swedes are so good at English. But 
Unlike some other countries, Swedish television media is seldom censored for crude linguistic content, that is, cursing and even the F-bomb. So even recorded programs would feature curse words without the protective bleep, which is common, for example, in both UK and the US. So if you travel with kids and watch especially late night TV, you better make sure that the kids are in bed before that if you want to avoid the risk of cursing. And let me end today's episode with a true story from a school I worked at in Sweden. The kindergarten classes were working on a project about the human body. And specifically for this story, they were working about the names of the fingers, which in Sweden are tumme, which is the thumb, pekfinger, which is the index finger, which means pointing finger in Swedish, långfinger, which means long finger or middle finger, ringfinger, which is the finger you put a ring on when you get married, and Lil finger, the little finger. A teacher asked one of the boys in her group if he knew the names of the fingers. And he proudly said yes and started to tell and show her. Tumme, pek finger, fuck you finger, ring finger, lil finger. The teacher managed to keep herself from laughing out loud and corrected him. But he had heard people on TV and maybe in real life and seen them showing someone the middle finger and saying F you. So his conclusion was that that finger must be called fuck you finger. And with that story, we have reached the end of today's episode. In my next episode, I will take a look at common questions people have about Sweden and also some common misunderstandings about Sweden and Swedes. Until then, as we say in Sweden, hej då! You can keep up with everything from a Swedish fika on a swedishfika.com or on Facebook as a Swedish fika. And you can reach Pixelpia at pixelpia at a swedishfika.com. <laughs>